Hello again, this is World Pastor Tony Alamo. This is program number 691. If you'd like to have a copy of it, Sharon will tell you how at the end of the program. Let us know whether you want a CD or an audio tape. They are both free, including the postage and handling. I've got a very powerful message from the Word of God today for you. I also have a um, music and uh, letters. But right now, let's pray to the Lord to anoint, Father God, this program. Anoint it. Give us the fullness uh, of the Spirit. Let the fullness of the Spirit work in and through me. I have been baptized. You baptized me with the Holy Spirit, Father, and I thank and praise you for it. Because it's given me the strength to be able to endure all things. And this is what we need in these last days because these are the most terrible times your word records that has ever been on the face of this earth. And we need more than any other time in this world the baptism of the Holy Spirit. Any and all of the churches that are saying that this was only for the people in the days uh, when the apostles were on earth, they are very naive or else they're liars, they're devils. Father God, I ask that you uh, bring these things and everything that you want to be said on this program. Not my will, but your will be done, Father, in Jesus' name, that souls will be saved and the church strengthened. Bind Satan. Lord, I bind him here on earth by preaching your word. And so you have to obey your own word by binding him in heaven. Hallelujah. And therefore, Father God, I ask that you bind him in heaven as I'm binding him here on earth. And I pray, Lord, that souls will be saved and that the church will stop falling away they're the temple, your temple, Father, the temple of God, and uh, they're not to be temples for Satan to sit down in. I pray, Lord, that uh, in Jesus' name, and everyone says amen. Amen. All right, here's Porter Wagner to sing, and this is really a song I love so much that I'm going to record it. What a friend. We have in Jesus the Word of God. The Word of God is our friend. Jesus is the Word of God. Porter Wagner. What a friend we have in Jesus. All our sins and grief to bear What a privilege to carry Everything to God in prayer Oh, what peace we often
Praise the Lord. In this hour of darkness that we're living in today, there is such an advantage that we have over Satan. Uh, so great an advantage that we should never be discouraged because uh, that's our weapon of warfare against Satan is to take it to God in prayer because God can make the most miserable situation a very big, happy uh, day for us. Uh, we can get a hold of God, and God can change the environment for us immediately. Uh, even while we're praying, I read in the scriptures, you know, even while people have been praying to the Lord, the, an angel came down, or the word of God came down to him and said, your prayer is answered. Praise the Lord. Amen. Amen. This is like uh, spiritual warfare, folks, is the only warfare that we have against Satan is the word of God, which tells us to pray always and pray without ceasing because um, we don't know what the enemy is planning against us. And when we're in prayer, and if people don't pray, I mean, they're just... Uh, they just don't seem to, it's like suicide, spiritual suicide, if you don't pray. And pray always and pray without ceasing because how do we know? Some people are so prone to say, oh, there's something wrong with me. I'm going to run to a doctor instead of running to Dr. Jesus. Pray about everything. If you're sick, get up to the throne and uh, ask the Lord to heal you. If uh, you've got some kind of a problem, Pray to the Lord, or if your loved ones have a problem, or if you see problems in the world. Now, what a statement that is, if you see problems in the world. Uh, there's so much to pray for. 
And if you care about the creation of God, God created every human being and blew his breath in them, then you're going to care about praying for them that are sick and afflicted in the house of God. Now, there's a, a lot of devils. We pray that they'll be saved as well. And we preach the gospel to them because prayer cannot uh, save a person. It's uh, the gospel being preached is what saves a person. So you people that think that, well, I'm praying for my uh, mother or my dad or this person or that person, your friends or enemies and so on, uh, that will not save them uh, unless you get the gospel to them as well. And you say, well, I don't know how to preach. Well, then uh, call in or write in or uh, email in or fax in uh, request for a different literature that I've written because you can see you, uh, and hear by these letters that we get that whole villages are being saved from it. And even uh, hardcore Muslims and uh, witch doctors and witchcraft people and people that are Catholics, they're getting saved. And so even if you can't preach or if you can't teach, get this literature and get busy in the army of the Lord uh, getting the gospel to them. Because, you know, uh, the Bible says that it pleases the Lord that the world would be saved by preaching the gospel. He says, by the foolishness of preaching the gospel. Because to you, it's foolishness. Because instead of you preaching the gospel or getting the gospel to him, you pray. The Bible doesn't say, by the foolishness of praying for people that it gets them saved. They have to hear the word of God. And you could uh, ask, they're free of charge for these um, uh, CDs or tapes. And you ask for my literature, too. And if they're too weak to read, if they're uh, the people that you want to get saved, you can visit them in rest homes or wherever they are. And you could sit there and read, uh, what's it all about, Bessie? or uh, different other pieces of literature that I've written. I didn't write that one. I took it from a woman that uh, had this experience in a rest home in Chicago. The brothers actually got it from her. They called me and told me her testimony. I said, did you get it on tape? That's magnificent. This is, well, no. And I said, well, go back and ask her if um, she will let you tape her with this testimony and then ask her for permission that we can put that literature out. So she was very old and she's not around anymore, but now her uh, testimony is around. And I said, I'll distribute it everywhere. So your testimony will go on while you're in heaven. She was, uh, she was a Protestant and then she became a Catholic and she just took care of some children. And she just was a woman that did the things uh, that uh, most women think is the right thing to, or a lot of women think are the right things to do. Most women don't because they're actually murdering their own children now. But, uh, and she thought she was right with the Lord. And then she died and her soul, with Jesus, had a hold of her, went into uh, hell 
And she says, I never wanted to go here. Well, you have to read it. And it uh, says, uh, why am I here? And then in hell, uh, Jesus showed her a vision of him dying on the cross and shedding his blood. And he said, it isn't going to church. Uh, uh, that isn't what it's all about, Bessie. That, me dying on the cross and shedding my blood to forgive people of all their sins and then to go out and witness and testify about it, that's what it's all about, Bessie. And she says, oh, Lord, if you'll let me go back. I will tell people my testimony until the day I, everyone that comes in my path, I'll tell them. And so the Lord let her go back. And she said that when she got into the room where her body was laying, she said it looked awful, her body. But it looked a lot better than the pit of hell where she was. And so she said she remembered she entered into her body through her feet. The spirit did. And uh, uh, when our boys were in Chicago uh, witnessing at rest homes, because we do that, that's what we do, that's our business, that's um, the right thing to do, uh, they heard this old woman's feeble voice uh, down the hall. They just passed her room and she said, boys, and they said, yes, ma'am. And she said, are you boys Christians? And they said, yes, ma'am, we are. And she said, could I tell you my testimony? And they said, well, yes, ma'am, we'd love to hear it. So they went into her room where she was, and she told it. They called me after that, and I said, that is a very, very good supernatural testimony. And so, as I told you, I had them record her and then send it to us. We, uh, I had it typed up, typeset, and um, we've distributed it, and many people have been saved from that. And then we have hundreds of other pieces of literature, my testimony track uh, or piece of literature, and many other really good gospel messages that uh, you will want to hear. And if you have loved ones, Pray for them that they'll receive the gospel, uh, that their souls might be saved, and that they, uh, once they receive the gospel, then they belong to the commonwealth of the kingdom of heaven. And if they, the commonwealth means that all the different blessings that the Lord says belong to those that are in him, in the commonwealth of the kingdom of heaven, that they belong to you. And um, he says he that he'll, he's your God then and only then. And you are his people, his sons and daughters. And he will never refuse you if you're praying. You know, if you don't pray, well, of course, no. But if you're praying, he will not refuse you. He says, now, you people have a lot of needs uh, through uh, James. But he says, you have not because you don't ask. You ask not. And uh, that's because you don't pray. And if you think there's something more important than getting yourself healed and uh, praying for your loved ones, but only with the word of God, you have to bring the word of God to me. You have to do something because we're going to be judged for the things that we did 
or that we did not do in this world, in this body that we're living in. And so, uh, reach out uh, to Jesus through us, uh, get literature, get Messiah books, especially, uh, you know, Jewish people really get saved from the Messiah book, and uh, CDs and audio tapes. So we'll help you to win souls. Uh, the Lord uh, gave me a spirit that loves to help win souls. And you say, well, we don't like you because we heard on a radio, on a TV or radio uh, that you're not of the Lord, that you're called. Well, of course, Satan's going to tell you that. But why don't you just try doing what I tell you and not listen to what they're saying, and you'll see that uh, the souls will be saved. Now, you hear so much evidence of that on my program from the letters that the sisters read here that you know that it's true. Now, these other people that are getting raked over the coals, they're not preaching the gospel all over the world like that. You don't know what they believe. I don't either, but they're saying that they believe in Christ, and the things that people are arresting them for are biblical, and uh, they are uh, they're biblical. And so, therefore, I cannot... Uh, come against them. They're just making up every kind of false story about them. But don't believe in what the media says because the Bible states that the media is Satan's mouth. That Satan would be given a mouth. Well, they need that mouth. The uh, Antichrist needs a um, vehicle that they can use to bring down people that are of the Lord especially if they don't preach the gospel. They can't bring me down because I preach the gospel. And if you check the Bible, you'll see that what I'm telling you is the absolute truth. So they really can't uh, justify calling me a cult because a cult is a church that tells you that they're God. That's one kind of cult. And the primary one uh, like that is the Catholic cult. Uh, the leader calls himself God Almighty here on earth. Well, there's no one man that is a son or a daughter of God. The Bible says that we all are sons and daughters of God because we keep his commandments and we've uh, done what he's told us to do. Now, remember that because he says... Uh, he, let's just see, we're going back just a little bit. And what agreement has the temple of God with idols? For ye are the temple of, God, of the living God. Well, if you're the temple of the living God, then you're going to allow God to move your temple, your body, to do the things that he commands to do. Otherwise, you're not the temple of God. As God has said, I will dwell in them. Okay, well, if God is dwelling in you, then you've surrendered your entire life, your entire body, your heart, soul, mind, and strength to him. So there, if therefore, if he's dwelling in you, you're going to do what he's telling you to do. And I will walk in them, and I will be their God. 
and they shall be my people. So if we're people of the Lord, then we don't dare, because we always want to be the people of God. We want to be the sons and daughters. Wherefore, come out from among them in the world that believe that Christian churches, or the those of us that preach the word of God, come out from them, I say, as the Lord says here, come out from among them and be ye separate. Don't get involved with people that say that Christians that are preaching the word of God are cults and that the cult, the most horrible, insidious cult on the face of this earth that says that the word of God is, uh, you know, it's dangerous to believe it. What in the world? Uh, the devil is getting so bold and brazen with that sort of stuff. And be ye separate, saith the Lord. Now, what's so um, cultish about this? You're calling God a cult. <laughs> and how do you expect to get into the kingdom of heaven if you're calling the church of God a cult? That's blasphemy of the Holy Spirit. And there's no forgiveness for that on earth or in the kingdom of heaven. You can't get in. And touch not the unclean thing. Don't do the things uh, that are unclean. Don't believe uh, the Antichrist, that the people that preach the gospel are cults. But they're the cult that t- tells you not to believe in the word of God that I'm preaching. And then he says, and then and I will receive you. Okay, so don't you want God to receive you? Then renounce the Vatican and all false religions and all false churches and believe God so that he will receive you. Verse 18, and will be a father unto you. What could be better than to have God for your father? And ye shall be my sons, my sons, God say, and daughters saith the Lord Almighty. Now, chapter 7 starts out saying, having therefore these promises, these are promises that you will be God's sons and daughters and that he will be your father uh, and will be a father unto us, not to everybody else, but just to us that receive him. And ye shall be my sons and daughters. Uh, saith the Lord Almighty, Almighty. If he's Almighty, then there isn't anything else that is mighty because Almighty means that Almightiness belongs to him. There's nothing that is mighty because he's Almighty. He's the only uh, person in the universe that has Almightiness. So, Why would a person not pray to God uh, to receive uh, his mighty works? Because it's that you're not of the Lord. And chapter 7 starts saying, having therefore these promises (laughs) that he's our father and he'll be a Lord, uh, he'll be a God unto us, and that we'll be his sons and daughters, saith the Lord, Almighty! Having, therefore, this is verse 1 of uh, chapter 7, these promises, a dearly beloved, 
let us cleanse ourselves from all filthiness. In other words, don't be united with anyone, uh, an unbeliever. This is like some girl just wrote in and said, uh, the wife of some man says, uh, well, he's in the church now, but, and I believe some of the things you say, uh, and she's thinking that I'm going to let her come into my church when she only believes some of the things I say. Because I'm preaching the word of the almighty God. And she's not welcome here unless she believes everything that I'm saying because I'm reading to you right out of the Bible. Well, that, you say, you're too strict. You're leading with a heavy hand. You better believe I uh, am leading with the hand which is very heavy of the Lord. He's heavy. Having therefore these promises. Well, who do you think you are? Women today have placed themselves higher, and men have placed them higher than they ought to. Because, uh, you know, to me, I don't see um, women as anything other than human souls. And if they don't believe the gospel, they, to me, they're uh, chaff. And they're just going to be burned up. And so I don't pay any attention to them whatsoever. So having, therefore, these promises from God Almighty, these are promises not from your next-door neighbor or from some phony or from the Vatican. Well, I promise if you'll sell your soul to me, says Satan, I will give you everything in the world. I'll even let you be president. And uh, halfway up, say, you'll make me president? Yes, the devil says. And I'll give you riches, lots of money. But the Lord says he'll give us everything. Therefore, he promises that we will be heirs and joint heirs with him. If we don't believe Satan, we'll own everything that God owns. And folks, the end of the world is here. It's at hand. And, you know, even if you gain the whole world and didn't wind up being one of God's sons or daughters, what would it profit you if you gained the whole world and lost your eternal souls? What would it profit you? All right, so these are promises that you're going to be rich. Uh, eternally, but we don't do it because we're uh, going to be rich. We do it because we fear God. You're not going to do anything unless you fear him. So having, therefore, these promises that the Almighty just made that we're going to be sons and daughters and joint heirs to everything that he has, dearly beloved, let us cleanse ourselves from all filthiness. In other words, you've got to come out of the world. You've got to get into the spirit, uh, spiritual world, the unseen world, where you can feel the spirit of the Lord, you can uh, read the spirit of the Lord and get more and more of the spirit of the Lord in you as you read the word of God, because the word of God is the Holy Spirit and life. So let us cleanse ourselves from all filthiness of the flesh. 
And believe me, there's a, you can see that there's plenty of filthiness of the flesh today. And so there's a lot of cleansing to do. And how do we cleanse ourselves? Uh, from sin is with the blood of Jesus, but we cleanse our spirits on a daily basis by reading the Word of God because the Word of God is a detergent that purges our flesh from all uh, of the different things to purge our flesh and also our spirit. Now, this is not talking about the Holy Spirit, but it's talking about our spirit that Satan is so uh, used to using to do uh, dirty things. Uh, perfecting holiness in the uh, fear of God. Oh, wait a minute, I told you that we were supposed to fear God. And perfecting holiness. Well, all these false preachers are saying, there's no such thing as being perfect. Well, that's what they say. But the Bible here says, in many places, be ye perfect. And right here it says, cleansing your flesh and spirit, thus perfecting holiness. You mean to say we can be perfectly holy? Yes, and he tells you how. By uh, cleansing yourselves from all filthiness of the flesh and your spirit. Now, the Holy Spirit is <laughs> the cleanest uh, in the blood of Jesus. This is one and the same. It doesn't, so it's not talking about the Holy Spirit. Perfecting holiness in the fear of God. In other words, if we don't have the fear of God, can we be perfect? No, you can't. You cannot serve the Lord uh, unless you have the fear of God. He says how to be perfect is to perfecting holiness, but that only happens in the fear of God. If you have no fear of God, you're going to be railing on people. I'm right and you're wrong and I'm right. I'm the right one. No, you're not. You said this. You said that. Well, I told you to lock the door. Uh, I wasn't the last one out. I ran, 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 ran. Okay, that's the way you are. There's no fear of God in a person like this. And the spirit perfecting holiness. God is holy. So we can be holy as well, perfecting holiness. Or we will not see God, the Bible says. So any reprobate or any devil that's telling you that you can't be holy... Know this, that if he contradicts the word of God, that he's the devil. All right? And he keeps saying it all the time. This Charles Stanley, I keep saying this on radio, and I know people are telling him that, and he still keeps preaching that uh, false doctrine. Well, but he is so, uh, he preaches the word, and he says, yeah, but he's also telling you you don't have to be perfect, and that you can't be perfect. And so, if he's telling you that, well, then you'll just continue sinning. There won't be any fear of God on you. He has no fear of God to say such a thing as that. So he, you can say for sure, is a cult. Mm. And why? Because he's preaching heresy. So cleansing, he says, let us cleanse ourselves. Well, can't we get into heaven dirty? Dot. Dutty? No. <laughs> no, you cannot. Having, therefore, these promises from the Lord, here's another promise, dearly beloved, 
uh, it's a commandment here, let us cleanse ourselves from all filthiness of the flesh, not just the flesh, and your spirit. And the way to do that is to unite your spirit with the Holy Spirit. Because the Holy Spirit is the Word of God, and it is life. And the Word of God tells you to pray always, pray without ceasing. But why do you so easily forget that? When the Lord says, no, no one is praying to me, and you have not, because you don't ask. You ask not. Uh, so uh, you cleanse yourself from all these things so that you uh, and that way you're perfecting holiness in the fear of God. They won't serve me if they don't fear me, God told Moses. And that's true. Receive us, uh, we that preach the gospel. Not the Pope. Not Charles Stanley. He preaches a lot of gospel and he's right. All that, but then he tells you that you're not going to be able to be perfect. And if you're not perfect, you're not going to be a member of the Bride of Christ. So he's a heretic. And everyone else that says the same thing. Very soon. And I don't want him to be a heretic. I'd rather have him say, folks, I've not been telling you the truth. Uh, we can be perfect and we must be perfect. Then you'd see his congregation leave him because anybody that preaches that has, uh, that fallacy has a congregation that's not perfect. There'll be drunken people out there, adulterers, fornicators, homosexuals, lesbians. And let's face it, he says, no one is perfect. Liar. He's a liar. Verse 2, receive us, those of us that preach the whole word. And we preach what the world is all about as well. Receive us, who preach the entire word of God. We have wronged no man. So why is the media and the government and the uh, Catholic cult and all these other cults, why are they attacking us so much? Because we have wronged no man. We're preaching the truth so that they can go to heaven and many people are being saved. Receive us. We have wronged zero man. How's that wronging a person when you're telling them how to get to heaven, huh? Well, you're abusing children. No, we're not. Those are lies from the same batch of liars that say, that you can't be perfect. And then he goes on to say in verse 2, we have corrupted no man. How have we corrupted anybody? We're telling people the truth. Uh, that's what I'm doing. Well, you're saying that uh, women could be married at uh, puberty. That's what the Bible says. Is that, uh, yeah, I'm not going to corrupt anybody if I'm preaching the Bible, am I? Huh? No. Well, how could the word of God corrupt somebody when the Lord, in this verse before, is saying that we have to cleanse ourselves from all these filthy lies uh, that we're telling, that you people are telling out there. We have corrupted no man. Well, uh, you're uh, having sex with little ba babies and you're a dirty liar, man. 
You're a filthy liar. That is not the truth. We, uh, I put a picture of my late wife Susie on television, on our website, which shows that she's nine years older than me, and I loved her more than anybody that I could ever love on the face of this earth, because she was godly. Young girls, they don't know anything. I'm not interested in young girls or uh, corrupting anybody. I'm the Lord has called me to get people uncorrupted by preaching His Word and receiving it, so that they can be holy. Like Charles Stanley says that the Word of God cannot make you holy. Well, you're a dirty liar, Chuck. We have defrauded no man. How have we defrauded anybody? Did I lie to you? Did I? Did I say anything bad about you that wasn't true? I speak not this to condemn you. The Bible says Jesus didn't come into the world to condemn it because it is condemned already. He came into this world to save souls. And that's what I'm after as well. Now, if you want to believe the media or anybody else or people that have fallen away from the the church, people that have stolen, that have um, committed fornication and that are out there committing uh, fornication, adultery, and every other evil thing, you want to believe them, that's up to you. I can't make you believe. So Paul says, I speak not this to condemn you, because the Lord didn't call him into the world or myself to condemn people. For I have said before that ye are in our hearts to die and live with you. What does that mean to die and live with you? Anybody know? The Bible says that we have to die out to ourselves. So he says, I, I'm, I'm dying. I die daily, Paul said. So it says that they are, that ye are in our hearts to die and live with you. Okay, so if we die out to the flesh and to the world, well then uh, we're going to live. And you, if you do the same thing, then we'll be able to live with you. Live eternally is what it's talking about. Amen? Amen. All right, now, verse 4. Great is my boldness of speech to uh, you, toward you. Well, great is my speech uh, toward you as well, because I don't have to be ashamed of preaching the gospel to you. So my speech is bold. I'm not ashamed of the gospel to preach it to you, because it's the only power on this earth. It's the only almighty power of God on this earth unto salvation that can bring you to salvation. It's the only power of God unto salvation. Great is my boldness of speech. My God, when you know that you're saying what God says, you can be bold. Bold as a lion. I'm bold of speech, he says toward you great is my glorying of you 
Well, how can you be glorying of uh, these people? Well, because you led them to the Lord, and that means that God has used you. If you're dummying up and you're not preaching the gospel and you're not leading people to the Lord, what glory do you have? None. But Paul had a lot of glory. He gloried in that this bunch of people that he had uh, led to the Lord so that they could be sons and daughters of God and that they could partake that God is now their father and they are his sons and daughters. And so I glory, I glory in the souls. Every time I hear a letter from uh, anywhere in the world, I just glory when they tell me, everybody is receiving your literature that the Lord has given you. And I glory in them. And maybe you don't because you're the one that didn't bring it to them, but I did. And so I have somewhat to glory of. Great is my glorying of you. I have great glory, I say, that warms me inside because I know that God loves what I'm doing. I am filled with comfort. Oh, that fills me with comfort when I hear all these souls that are being saved because I know that it did what the Lord said and I know that it did good excellent in the world. I am filled with comfort because I led people to my Father, which is in heaven, the Almighty. He's not just 99 and 9 tenths percent mighty. He's all, A-L-L, mighty. I am exceeding joyful. Oh, I'm joyful. I am filled with comfort. I am exceeding joyful in all our tribulations. I know that all that live godly in Christ Jesus, all that are leading people to the Lord, all that are enriching their lives by filling them with the Spirit, the milk of the Word and the meat of the Word of God, and that people are getting stronger because of what God is doing in and through me. And so... Even in tribulation, I'm joyful. I know that the devil is kicking up and putting all these uh, uh, false accusers around like a swarm of bees. And I'm laughing and laughing and thumbing my nose at the devil. Because I know that he's upset with me and that really makes me joyful. And anybody in this church that knows me really well knows that that's my kicks in this world. <laughs> a lot of people like to play basketball, baseball, football, ping pong, and all these other, uh, and hockey and all that. I don't uh, get anything out of that. Wouldn't. And you say, well, you're too old to. No, I said I'm stronger than you are probably, more likely. There's some people that are much stronger than me. I know that. But uh, I'm strong. Uh, mainly, the Lord said, I'm strong because I'm spiritually strong. I'm strong in him. And I glory in that. I am so happy that I'm strong. And I'm filled with comfort. I am exceedingly joyful in all my tribulations. Because all those that live godly in Christ Jesus shall suffer persecution. 
So I'm exceedingly joyful in, uh, in tribulations and persecutions. Verse 5. We're in a hotel here. And I uh, hear people taking showers and the airplanes going over. But we're not in a sound studio. And so you just have to put up with that. And I know that every time that somebody starts running a shower in the middle of one of my messages, that that's uh, some uh, tribulation. But I'm uh, joyful in it because I know that this is Satan doing everything in his power to stop the word from being implanted into your hearts, into your spirits, into your souls. Verse 5, for when we were come into Macedonia, our flesh had no rest. Oh, sometimes we in our flesh get so tired. Because, you know, we're not getting any younger, and the flesh does get tired, especially if you're uh, doing other things besides preaching the gospel. Uh, we get tired because uh, we spend maybe 8, 10, 12 hours a day preaching the gospel, or praying, or doing what the Lord says to do. But we were troubled on every side. We had no rest. And we were troubled on every side. Oh, man, the newspapers are giving us a business. Some of the rag sheets and some of these TVs uh, and radio stations. But who cares? I'm happy about all that. We're troubled on every side. Without, we're fighting. So in other words, we're resisting the devil. We're not uh, resisting him with bullets and bombs and... Uh, swords or daggers or anything there, but we're fighting him with the word of God. So without, outside of our body, we're fightings. Within, we're fears. Well, we uh, fear the Lord, and so we have to continue going on. Uh, we have to, or lest if um, we don't preach this gospel, if we don't fear God, then we're going to be a castaway like uh, the sinners. Nevertheless, God that comforteth those that are cast down comforted, comforted us by the coming of Titus. Oh, what are the brothers in the Lord that believes the same way we do? They believe in God, not any devil-possessed person that's living after the flesh. Okay, and then verse uh, 7. And not by his coming only, but by the consolation wherewith he was comforted in you. So uh, he came and he saw that you people are starting to really get with it. You're starting to believe that you can be perfect and you're not like you were in... Uh, First Corinthians, when he told us your earnest desire, your mourning, your fervent mind toward me. Yeah, anybody that's a real Christian is going to have, uh, they're going to mourn and pray for the leaders because uh, the leaders are the ones that are being hit more frequently by the devil. And so um, they had fervent mind toward Paul. 
And uh, I pray that uh, you people out there that are of the Lord will pray for me. Um, because <laughs> if you watch the news or anything else, or TV or radio or uh, the uh, read newspapers, you'll see all the flack that I get shot at me. Um, so that I remember my Uncle Clayton, who was a B-25 uh, bomber, a B-29, I can't remember. And he did many bombing missions over Germany. He said, man, flack was all over the place, and he was shot down in the North Sea. Well, uh, he wasn't supposed to be bombing anybody. We to pray that God, uh, vengeance is the Lord's. Uh, but anyway, he said, uh, that's all that flack because you're going against this uh, monster or supposed to, uh, Hitler, this monster Hitler that killed six million of uh, my race. So that I rejoice the more. Uh, I rejoice because, uh, you know, I was told, I know all these things about you now. Uh, that you're praying for me also. As this is a commandment of the Lord to pray for your front runners. If you're not doing that, you're worse than the heathen because uh, maybe if the heathen heard the gospel, and these instructions here, they might believe, and they might do something about it. But a lot of people that call themselves Christians say, uh, listen to the gospel, just as uh, like an entertainment situation. But uh, no, we're to listen to the gospel so that we can do what the gospel tells us to do, and be as the gospel tells us to be. Verse 8, For though I made you sorry with a letter because uh, I was rebuking you I do not repent I'm not going to repent for getting you right with the Lord though I did repent for I perceive that the same epistle hath made you sorry though it were but for a season yeah it makes people sorrowful when the they are rebuked, no question about it. But um, it's for your own soul's sake. Now, I'm going to have to stop here. Do we have a letter? Yes. Uh, where is this one from? We've got one minute. From Malaysia. Okay, let's hear what they have to say. Greetings from Malaysia. Dear Brother Tony, I have a little Christian ministry here. I was surfing Conspiracy World website when I came across your site. Interesting, three exclamation points. Good articles are hard to come by here, and I usually do reprints and copies to pass out freely to Christian folks here. We have a lot of Christian folks here who are terribly troubled, weak, and falling away. I see your kind see, of See, the falling away of the church. The Lord says that's the time that he's coming back to earth is when there's a great falling away. And the, that which seems like a revival in all these uh, different churches is really the falling away because they're believing the wrong thing. Then what? I see your kind favor to help me with good articles and books. Kindly send them under plain cover, please. Hope you understand why. I look forward to hearing from you shortly. Thank you very much for your kind attention. Regards to all there, and God bless. Keep up the good work. Never for one moment slide away. I like your works and your style. In his precious name, Duncan Dominic 
from Mersing, Johor District, Malaysia. Okay, well, the reason they said that uh, I understand why, yes, because even the post offices are destroying um, Christian literature when it comes in after we paid all the money uh, to send it to people. I see my time is up for this particular program, number 691, and so it's time to pray. Those of you that um, want to be a son or a daughter of the Lord, I don't know anybody that would love to be burning in, uh, in hell in the lake of fire forever, chewing on their tongue, gnashing, grinding their teeth, and just in constant pain forever and ever and ever. So um, I assume that, you know, if you're of a good mind, a good heart, a good spirit, and have good sense, that you'll want to pray to the Lord to be saved. And if that's uh, the case, I'm, I'm sure that it should, should be and will be. Say this prayer to the Lord so you can be his son and he can be your father. He can be your, uh, you can be his daughter and that he can be your father. Now say, Father God, I believe that Jesus Christ is the son of you, the living God, the almighty God. And I believe that he died on the cross and shed his precious blood for the forgiveness of all my former filthy sins. And I believe that you, Father God, raised Jesus from the dead by the power of the Holy Spirit. I open the door of my heart and I invite you into my heart, Lord Jesus, Holy Father, Holy Spirit. I'll wash all my filthy sins away uh, from me and drown them in the uh, sea of your forgetfulness. Uh, you will not turn me away, Lord Jesus. You will save my soul, I know, because your word says so. Your word says that you'll turn no one away, and that includes me. Therefore, I know that you have heard me, and I know that you have answered me, and I know that I am saved, and I thank you, Lord Jesus, for saving my eternal Soul. Now just raise your hands up and praise and thank the Lord. And Sharon, tell everyone in our listening audience how they can receive a copy of this program, number 691. It's free. Go to alamoministries.com or write to Tony Alamo Christian Ministries, P.O. Box 6467, Texarkana, Texas 75505. Or call area code 479-782-7370. That's 479-782-7370. 7370 or fax to area code 479 782 7406. This is World Pastor Tony Lamo saying, Tune in tomorrow for another powerful message from the Word of God, straightforward from God's Word. Now, evidently, uh, Porter Wagner doing, he uh, knew he was going on to be with the Lord because the Lord tells us these things. And uh, this is one of the la- later songs that he sang. It's called angel band none of us know when we're going out to meet the lord so here he is to sing angel band my latest son is sinking fast my race is near My strongest trials now are past. My triumph has begun. Oh, come, 
Oh. 